to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And thriving is something we love to talk about. We absolutely love to connect with you. Our theme this year is, as you know, thriving again in 2010. And so Bobby Baxter, Benny, all the people that help produce the Dr. Pat Show have done a phenomenal job in getting this year started with the, with the best of the best. And this is so exciting to me. I am so completely amazed at the next level that some people are taking their message to, their lives to. Joining me today, friend and colleague and someone, we actually, Benny, should, should find the, the John D. Martini uh, intro because we're going to be adding that back to all of our shows again. Benny Mathers on the keyboard as well. How are you today, Mr. Benny? I'm well, thanks uh, for asking, Pat. How are you? Ah, just excellent. Just just yummy. I am so much better now that I know Dr. John D. Martini is going to join us here today. We've got some amazing books to give away. We're going to be talking about the heart of love, how to go beyond fantasy to find true relationship fulfillment by best-selling author Dr. John D. Martini, outstanding friend of the Dr. Pat show since day one of the show, and someone that uh, I personally have experienced his work to tell you that if you want to get out of the stuff that's holding you back, you need to spend a few hours with my buddy, Dr. John D. Martini. Many of you have heard his name before. You have certainly heard the phenomenal intro we use for the Dr. Pat show. He is an international speaker. He is a best-selling author. He has written a dozen-plus books, and he's someone that just keeps raising the bar on what it means to step in to the greatest part of who we are. John, thank you so much for joining us today. What a great honor to have you back in 2010. <laughs> I've been looking forward to it, Dr. Pat. Well, you know, the heart of love, I want to start the conversation by sort of taking a recap for a minute on who Dr. John Martini is before we get in the book, into the book. We have many new callers now. You know, this particular show is going over our CBS and, you know, affiliates and so forth. And, and so for me... You have been someone that has taken an extraordinary message out into the world. And doing so, I'm sure you've come, you come up against some bumps in the road. What has this journey been like for you? What have you found life's message to be all about? Well, you know, I always say that uh, deep down inside all of us, we have something that we yearn to express, a desire to fulfill a mission to fulfill, a calling that we have, and sometimes we don't allow ourselves to fully express that. We let the fears or the guilts or the weighted emotions hold us back and cloud the clarity of the magnificent sunny truth that's sitting wanting to share and shine. And um, in my journey, I, I've had a dream since I was 17 to travel the world to research anything to do with maximizing human potential and awareness and share that with people and be a teacher. And I, that's all I've dreamed about for the last 37 years now, and that's all I get to do. That's what I love doing. That's, I can't think of anything else I'd rather be doing, and that's what I do every day. 
You know, how important is it for us to make sure that we have created or fertilized, let's say, our dreams? Well, I think that if we get really clear about what it is we really want and, you know, kind of walk through the darkened doorway where fear lurks and turn on the light, as they say, and just do little action steps, little action steps make big dreams. I always say piggy banks become biggy banks and little actions make big dreams if we just take a little action every day. I, I learned from Mary Kay for Mary Kay Cosmetics many years ago when I spoke to a big uh, group of Mary Kay rep reps um, to every day write down the six or seven highest priority action steps that you can do that day to help you fulfill your dreams. And I started doing that. I've been doing that ever since. And I, I tell you, little, little actions every day gradually erode anything in the way. You know, I love this. For those of you just tuning in, Dr. John Martini is joining us here today. You know, we're going to be giving away, by the way, so many of you know, we're going to be giving away uh, several copies of his book. Uh, we actually have five, five copies of the, the book that I have in my hand, The Heart of Love, uh, you know, and go to, How to Go Beyond Fantasy to Find True Relationship Fulfillment. John, writing this book, and you've written many books, you certainly are known for many things, uh, not to mention you know, the amazing breakthrough system that you've created and you know, making sure that uh, uh, you help people teach, as you said. But this book, The Heart of Love, um, I have to ask you what the personal meaning of the book is and, and what is it about love that really got you to sit down and put your your words, your thoughts, your heart in writing. Well, I see so many people in the in my program, the Breakthrough Experience, and in some of the evening seminars and things, having challenges with relationships. And I see so many delusions and fantasies out there that people are projecting onto themselves and other people. That I thought having kind of a wake up call and helping them clear the fantasies and unrealistic expectations would help them. Because I always say the ABCs of negativity, which is anger and aggression, blame and betrayal, and criticism and challenge, emerge inside us whenever we have unrealistic expectations on ourselves or others. So the, the, the book, The Heart of Love, is designed to help people break through those, those blocks and actually get realistic expectations. Because the only thing we can ever expect others or ourselves to do is live true to our values and priorities. And when, once we find out what uh, those are, we know what to expect, and we know how to communicate in them. So the book gives very specific tools on how to determine other people's values that we're in relationship with and our own and how to articulate and communicate and link what we want in terms of what they want so we both get what we want. And, you know, isn't that really the ideal state? I mean, you actually start the book out by talking about once upon a time there were ten relationship myths. And I think... <laughs> And I, I looked at these and I thought, dang, you mean these aren't true? And so I, <laughs> I think many of us look and we look at some of the things you talk about. First of all, you come right out of the gate and you say, a new relationship will make me happy. And that's myth number one. Uh, but so often we think it will, John. Well, I always say that, uh, you know, anytime, because everybody has a set of priorities or values, anytime they perceive somebody else supporting their values, they're going to open up to them. They're going to stimulate dopamine and oxytocin and encephalons, and, and they're going to think, oh, my God, I'm in love. But they're really infatuated by a fantasy that this person's going to be more supportive than challenging, more kind than cruel, more giving than taking, and more supportive than challenging. 
But once you get into the relationship, you find out that they're human beings. And they want to be able to have their values met. And there's going to be a balance of support and challenge and kind and nice and mean. And there's a little of everything. So once you have that broken that fantasy, you can start having a true relationship. Otherwise, you have this fantasy. And then when it doesn't stay that way, you go, oh, my God, I, I'm with the wrong person. It's not my soulmate. It's my healmate, after all. And we know what that feels like. Uh, did you mean my Achilles heel mate? Yeah, because people <laughs> always say when you when you think you've got a soulmate, it usually means that you're tippy-toeing, worrying about rejection and fearing of loss of somebody. You're tippy-toeing, work, uh, walking on eggshells. But if you have a heel mate, you want to stomp on them. The true love mate is the one that you'll embrace both support and challenge, and you'll have similars and differences, and you'll agree and disagree, and you have a balance of life. This is the only way. You don't respect them unless you have that type of balance. I have to tell you that, you know, one of the myths you have in the book, and we're going to talk about much more here with Dr. John DiMartini, um, you know, famous film, Jer Jerry Maguire comes out, and at the end of the film, you know, Renee Zellweger comes up with the famous line that fed so many relationships that probably aren't in existence anymore, that famous line, you complete me. <laughs> and I have to ask you about that. Um, how does that line fit in to the heart of love? Well, or not? In the Breakthrough Experience program that I do around the world and in, in my methodology that I've shared, I explain to people that sometimes we're too humble to admit what we see in them is inside us, and sometimes we're too proud to admit what we see inside them is inside us, but in truth, whatever we see inside them is inside us, and there's nothing missing in us, and we're only appreciating them because they're reminding us of the parts we like about ourselves, or we're unappreciative of them if we are reminded of what we dislike. So what we have to do is we have to go in there and look at what we see in them and own it inside us. So we're not dependent on them. We're sharing with them. And that's a different level of relationship, sharing with two people on missions compared to being dependent and going, oh, my God, if I lost this person, I'd be a nobody. That's an unhealthy thing. That's the underdog. And the underdogs always get uh, treated like an underdog, and they usually have people take off with somebody else. Well, you know, this is one of the things that I think so many of us really need to wrap our minds around. Some of the untruths, some of the things we tell ourselves. You know, are, are these essentially wrong reasons for getting into relationships, uh, John? Well, the myths are usually puppy love. I always say that when you're in a puppy love, you're wagging your tails and you want to lick on them. But, uh, but, but I say <laughs> that when you're doing that, it's usually a blinded dopamine fix that we are actually confused by. A real true love is going to have is willing to endure pain and pleasure in the pursuit of a great relationship development. And I think that what we do is we get in there and we think, oh, my God, I feel all dopamine and I'm all on the high and I'm all infatuated. And I'm, oh, my God, I can't imagine being without them. We all see, we see more similarities and differences. We have the same number of ribs, the same number of eyes, the same number of teeth. You know, we're in this fantasy mode. And that sets us up for the big crush and the big letdown. And then we end up feeling resentful and then we think it didn't work instead of having a balanced orientation and developing a true relationship. And I think there's so many people that are caught in the dopamine high that they don't know what love is. Well, I am I am so thrilled to find out more about the heart of love from Dr. John Martini joining us here today. As a matter of fact, we've got copies of the book to give away. When we come back, Dr. John Martini and I, right here on the Dr. Pat Show, we're going to be talking about values, what role they play in it. And, you know, part of this is, what's love got to do with it anyway? What's the relationship between love and sex? Is there one? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my very special guest, friend, and colleague, Dr. John Martini. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Where is the love? Where is the love?
How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. A Sacred Moment is a unique funeral service offering distinctive choices for honoring and celebrating the life of a loved one. Whether you want to create an intimate home funeral vigil, an environmentally friendly burial, or a personalized tribute by planning a life celebration service with the support of a celebrant, A Sacred Moment can guide you in creating an experience that will truly reflect a life well lived. Call A Sacred Moment at 206-529-3803 and visit asacredmoment.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you want to prosper by using good timing to work in harmony with the universe? Each year, show host Madeline Gerwick provides a new good timing guide so you can know the best times for all your important activities. To order the new 2010 good timing guide, just go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. And click on the Polaris store or call 877-524-8300 to get your 2010 good timing guide today. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistic Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistic Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to our website, sign up for our newsletter, www.thedrpatshow.com. Or simply go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. Dr. John Martini is in the house, and we would love to be gifting you, paying it forward, as uh, Dr. John says, paying forward five copies of this book, The Heart of Love. 
And if you have questions for Dr. John Martini, please let either Valerie or Benny know when you call in, and we will get you on air to ask him, or if you just want to say hello, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. And if you want to find out more about Dr. John Martini, you can go to his website, drdmartini.com, D-R-D-E-M-A-R. T-I-N-I dot com. Lots of information. You'll be able to get his schedule, find out about his events. He's got a great event calendar up there. You'll be able to find out where he's going to be in a country or a state near you. John, thank you again so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you. You know, in your book, you talk about values, and you talk about the values hierarchy. And I wanted to take a minute to, you know, to discuss that with you because, you know, you spend a really, you spend a lot of time going over this in the book. And then the question then becomes, how do we get to understand what our values are? And then, honestly, do we have to, like, go to Match.com to hook up with somebody that's got similar values? Well, no. You know, the thing that's magnificent about the value system is no two people are exactly the same. They have right. fingerprint-specific values. They're evolving. Uh, the way you determine their values is how they fill their space. You look at it because things that are important to them, they put around them. Things that aren't, they put in the trash. How they spend their time, how they spend their energy, how they spend their money, what they're organized and ordered about, what they're disciplined, reliable, and focused on, what they think about most, visualize most, affirm most, talk to others about most, are inspired about most, and what is most consistently long-term goals have been about most. And it gives you an idea of what their life demonstrates, not what they necessarily say, but what their life really, truly demonstrates. Once we identify what that is, we can link that to anybody. I mean, I have the opportunity to be called in to mediate sometimes amazing conflicts with people with completely different value systems from different countries sometimes. And there is a science, and it's mentioned in the book, and there's a chapter on on how to link the values. So you basically are having you find out how what they're dedicated to serves you and what you're dedicated to serves them. Because if you can't see the link, you're going to want to fix them and change them, or they're going to want to do you. But once you see the link, you're going to want to love them and see how they're serving you. You know, one of the things that many people are talking about right now, John, is the pressure that, uh, and let's just call it the economy for lack of a better phrase for it, but the pressure that the economy and situations out there are putting on relationships and love in general. I would love to get your take on what's going on. You know, someone said to me the other day, let's just call her a love expert, said to me that, honestly, people are staying in relationships because they can't afford to get divorced. But it's really pretty ugly. And when the economy shifts, uh, just watch the wave of divorces. And I really want to get a sense of uh, your perspective on this, John. Well, I do believe that, uh, you know, people sometimes go into relationships and romantic fantasies, then find out it's not what they thought. And then under stress, they project their frustrations onto others. And usually the most intimate person, they feel most comfortable doing it. And then they accumulate walls of resentments and angers. And then when they actually think this isn't working because they're not getting their dopamine fix, uh, then they go to the divorce courts to try to go and make sure that they get a fair exchange economically. And, um, you know, the wisest thing to do is to go and ask a simple question. What exactly are they dedicated to who I'm with? You know, with a person I'm in married to or a relationship to, what are they dedicated to? 
That's number one. What is truly most important to them? And itemize, say, the top three to four or five of those things. Then find out what you're dedicated to. And then next is go in and find out how does what they're dedicated to you serve you? How does, mm. what, what they're dedicated, how does it serve you? I worked with a lady in New York um, that was sent by her husband out of Ohio to, to meet me in New York to do this. And she could not see how what he was dedicated served her. She said, well, it's interfering with our lives. It's, he's just totally focused at work. He doesn't think about the kid. He doesn't know what's important. And I said, stop, 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 stop. How is what he's doing serving you? She said, well, it's not. That's the problem. And I said, stop. How is it serving you? I didn't ask how it isn't. How is it serving you? And then I, I had to prompt her. I said, well, are, do you have a beautiful home? Well, yes. So he says, work helped that? Well, yeah, but I expect that. I said, well, does it help on the education with your kids? Yes. And I had to start her and crystallize and seed crystal a few ideas until she started to list about 30 different things that he had, was doing for her by, him, by his dedication. And after about an hour, all of a sudden she got tears in her eyes and she goes, I, I can't believe I've been taking him for granted and I've been expecting to be me and I now realize what he does serves me. I don't need to fix him. <laughs> I said, well, now what do you do? How does it serve him? Because if you can't see how it serves him, you're not going to sell yourself to him very well. And we did the same thing with her, and she broke down in tears again. She realized, I really contribute to his life, and that she, he really contributes to mine. I said, well, that's why you got together. And she stopped, and she goes, I can't believe these two questions just shifted my perspective. Because the quality of your life is based on the quality of the questions you ask. Once she saw how he served her and she served him... She had now material to start a dialogue with. Otherwise, she was living with an alternating monologue. And it's so important to find out how what they're dedicated does serve you, or you won't ever try to ch communicate with them. You're going to want to fix them. And you're not right, and they're not wrong, or vice versa. They're just different. And that's what makes relationships stronger, by actually being with people who aren't like us. If any two people were exactly the same, one wouldn't be necessary anyway. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that um, you, you address in the Heart of Love is really looking at, you know, emotions and the role that emotions play in things. And so, you know, part of this is asking about your perspective on emotions and what role they play. I mean, because if we're in relationship, there are going to be emotions that come up and sometimes they're not always love. So can we talk a bit about what the connection is between thought words and emotions well i always say that anytime you perceive something that supports your values you get a positive emotion and the positive emotion means you start to get the dopamine you start to get the oxytocin the chemical compounds that make you attract and open up and anytime you see something that challenges your values you get the opposite you get substance p and you get prolactin and other hormones that now make you want to close down and withdraw and these two sides anytime you have an imbalanced system where you see more support than challenge or more challenge than support you have an attraction or repulsion, and by definition, this is an emotion, which means you now have energy and emotion in, in motion toward or away. But once you bring the support and the challenge together and you bring a balance to it, you actually open the heart to love. You see, emotions and love are not the same thing. I know that, God, people have talked about them as if they're emotions. Love is emotion. But I, I like to think of it as love is a balance between the emotions. It's a center point. It's a pivotal point balancing point because the second you get infatuated with somebody or resentful to somebody you got emotional baggage but the second you bring those into balance you have a loving liberty and you get to appreciate people for who they are instead of the projected evaluation you've given them 
And this is what allows a relationship to have a timeless mind and kind of an ageless experience, having that center point. So in my, bo my book, I do what I can to show people how to ask the questions to bring your mind back into balance so your heart can open again. When we look at, you know, love, and I love this, looking at love. I remember, John, I remember spending some time, uh, you know, kind of working some issues for myself and my youth. And I remember going to a session and a therapist just turned to me one day and said, you know what, sometimes it's just sex. And I thought, I'm going to ask John Martini about that. <laughs> and I think what she was saying is, you know, not everybody you meet you necessarily will fall in love with. And yet at the, at the same time, there are people that are looking for that loved one and get disappointed sometimes when it is just sex. Well, we have a strong, obviously, dopamine high from the sex experience. And I think that some <laughs> people, you know, want the sex, too. Uh, but, you know, that's not the only thing. That's only a, a part of the relationship dynamic. If it was only that, you, you know, it's cheaper, I think, to buy it. <laughs> but I think that... Um, you know, I, I, I think that everybody lives unconsciously. They're creating what they've got, and they don't realize it because they have so many fantasies about how their life's supposed to be. But anytime you set a goal about life that doesn't match what's truly your highest values, you end up with an internal conflict and a frustration about why your life isn't matching the, the fantasy world. So it's important to make sure that what you really want in a relationship uh, is clear to you, or otherwise you're going to keep getting what you think you don't want, but unconsciously you do want. And I, I had a lady that I was, I was driving back to L.A. from Ojai, California, about two years ago. It was really funny. She says, Dr. Martini, I got you here, captivated in this car, driving you. I've got to ask, what's wrong with me? I can't seem to keep a relationship. I just keep bouncing around. I said, there's nothing wrong with you. You really have had so much pain associated with past relationships that you stayed with for any period of time that you've made sure that you don't go through that again, so you bounce to different ones because in your mind, that's more advantageous and disadvantageous the way you've had it. And she looked at me and she goes, God, did you have to be so blunt? <laughs> but it was true. She finally got it. She realized that she was actually frightened about being in one relationship because it meant the same pain she'd had previously. And unless she transcended those pains in the past, she's going to keep fearing that in the future. And, boy, that does not feel good. No one loves to have that walking on eggshell feeling. Dr. John Martini joining us here today. The book is The Heart of Love. We've got copies of it. We'd love to give away to you all. 1-800-930-2819. Uh, just give us a call. We'll make sure we get your name and information to get your copy of the book. 1-800-930-2819. For more information about Dr. Martini, you can go to his website, drdmartini.com. Check out the calendar. Check out what he's got going on. Check out all of the amazing books he's put together and much more. When we come back, we'll talk about the real story. If those things are myths, what is the truth with Dr. John Martini? We'll be right back. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness 
illness begins. Did you know Greek God's yogurt fat content is extremely healthy? The bacteria present in Greek God's yogurt loves fat. During the fermentation process, the provided bacteria predigest the fats for us, converting them into a very good source of fat. This type of fat is in the form of healthy short-chain fatty acids. And they are necessary not just for overall health, but also for weight loss and fast metabolism. For more information, visit GreekGutsYogurt.com and Analuke.com. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Bella Spark Productions is proud to announce the third annual Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Join us for three extraordinary men and one amazing lady. Presenting Shirley MacLaine in a rare public appearance. Shirley, still feisty and fabulous after all these years. Joe Dispenza, the most recognized visionary in the hit movie, What the Bleep. Reverend Carlton Pearson, the fundamental evangelical Pentecostal bishop who said to hell with hell. Robert Holden, Britain's get happy guru with a feel good philosophy that will make your heart smile. Three men and a lady. Go to bellaspark.com for dates and information. That's B-E-L-L-A spark.com. Buy series tickets for the men and get $10 off the lady. Don't miss Shirley McLean and three extraordinary men. Visit bellaspark.com. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item. And best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And what I love about this is getting a chat with my friend, Dr. John Demartini, uh, and, you, you know, talking about the heart of love. That's his book, How to Go Beyond Fantasy to Find True Relationship Fulfillment. And as I said before, if you give us a call, we have, I think, one or two books left, uh, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And we'd love to pay that forward to you thanks to Dr. John Martini joining us here today. Uh, so, John, you know, part of this is in the real story on finding your soulmate, on finding true love. Uh, some people spend quite a bit of time sort of ruminating about ex-relationships or uh, sobbing about what didn't work. And other people... Or maybe even the same people spend time on visioning what that person should be or look like, you know, what that relationship should be or or do for oneself. What have you found to be the best way to sort of hold hold that space for the heart of love to emerge? Well, 
Uh, can I share a story? Yes. Well, I love your stories, John. Uh, this is a good one. This is a lady. I, I'm flying from Houston to L.A. Uh, I'm getting on the plane last. I make my entrance. I, I'm sitting in first. And right to my right, as I sit down, is a 27-year-old, beautiful, blonde, blue-eyed, tall girl. Mm -hmm. I can't get a better deal for flying. Okay. I say hi. She says, I said, I said, what's your name? She said, Tina. I said, she said, what's your name? I said, John. What do you do, Tina? She said, I, I, I do the, the makeup and the hair for people at, at, as a cosmetologist at the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas. I said, great. She said, what do I do? I said, I'm a writer and speaker. I said, what are you doing? What's your goals, uh, Tina? She says, I'm looking for my soulmate. And I said, so how would you like to meet your soulmate tonight, right now on this plane? Uh, jokingly. And she looked at me like I was presumptuous, but I was actually asking a, a serious question. And she said, well, it all depends on what that means. I said, well, I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and I'm going to help you see how to uncover your soulmate. Would you like that? She goes, uh, okay, what kind of questions? I said, what are you looking for in a soulmate? And she said, well, I'm looking for somebody that's highly intelligent. And I wrote it down on the ticket, on a blank part of a ticket. And it says, what else are you looking for? She said, I'm looking for somebody who's got a great sense of humor. What else are you looking for? She says, I'm looking for somebody that, that has got lots of money. What else are you looking for? She says, I'm looking for somebody who's good looking. And she went on and wrote, we wrote 22 different things she was looking for to me. I said, okay, great. Who in your life right now has got incredible intelligence like you're looking for, that you already have in your life right now? She goes, oh, well, my boss, he's incredibly brilliant. He's a, he's a genius. I said, great. Can you see that what you're looking for is in your life? She goes, well, yeah. I said, and who's got the sense of humor? A male in your life right now, already there, has got a sense of humor like you're looking for. Well, the guy who cuts hair next to me, he's this gay guy. He basically keeps me in stitches all day long. He keeps me laughing so much. I said, so, and who is it that's got a lot of money? He says, well, that's my boss again. He's, he's a billionaire. He's got, got an unbelievable amount of money, and he actually helped me on a trip to Hawaii and helped me get a car. I said, so can you see that those three things that you're looking for are in your life? She goes, yeah. I said, and who is it's great looking? She goes, well, this is my ex-boyfriend. I said, X? So, well, he's really good looking, but he's a real dud. He's got nothing upstairs, and I, I don't mind being seen with him, but I don't want him to talk. And we went on, and we found out who in her life was actually filling all roles that she has looking for in a mate. And she discovered, which she was not conscious of, that everything she was looking for was in her life, but it was diversified between nine people. And I said, now, can you see that everything you're looking for is not missing? It never is missing. It's just in a form that aligns with your real values, but you unconsciously aren't aware, aren't aware of that. But in fact, you're looking for a fantasy of it being in one person. And she goes, well, will it ever be in one person? I said, no, they don't make the molds like that. They stop with Adam on that one. And she said, well, what do I do? And I said, well, first we have to go back. The reason why you've diversified it is because you've had more pain being with one person than you have with many and you've diversified it to keep yourself having the freedom to get on and do the things you want to do without having been trapped down and being in the painful one one relationships. She goes, God, I think you're right. I said, well, let's go back and look at what those men were that you were with in long-term relationships in the past, and let's look at the things that you made sure you didn't want to ever do again. And she said, well, I had this really wealthy guy, but he was smothering me all the time and calling me all the time, and he was just uh, didn't want me to do anything other than do with him. And it was just I felt smothered. I didn't have my career. And what about the next one? And she said, well, that guy was really good looking, but uh, was, and he was wealthy, but he was messing around all the time. I never could trust him, and he wasn't reliable. And then the next one was a great intellect. I loved talking to him. He didn't have a drive in his money. He was just an intellect. I said, can you see that you wanted that, but there was always some other part of the package you didn't like? 
And she goes, yeah. So I had to go in there and pull out the Demartini method, which is a method of dissolving the emotional baggage with those past relationships to clear that so she could then appreciate it back in one person because otherwise she was going to avoid that and diversify it like she's done. And what I helped her do is help her clear that and help her realize that she had done that conscious, unconsciously, but she was still the master and creator of what she was experiencing. And if she wasn't missing anything, it was everything she was looking for was in her life. Well, three weeks after this three-hour flight, she found a guy from Israel, very nice-looking guy, wealthy, gave her a lot of freedom, encouraged her own career, loved to travel, met with her in different places. She's back in the game with one person with multiple friends that were freedom to be able to be around. This is the ultimate relationship. The ability mm-hmm. to have one special intimate partner and a variety of other friends to be able to bounce off the other things that you want in life. You know, this is really part of the conversation about fulfillment in, in many, many ways, John. I mean, we're talking about the heart of love, and uh, thank you for paying forward the book. We have so many listeners call in for it. Um, you know, that, that idea of being complete, that idea of fulfillment. I mean, I want to go back to that line from the Jerry Maguire movie, you know, that line at the end, which many, many women went on to say uh, thereafter, you complete me. And then the idea of looking in the mirror and being able to see that, this whole idea of being complete and incomplete, where does it come from and how does it get in the way of love? What people do, because they have a set of values, whenever they subordinate or minimize themselves to other people who they think have more than them, because, you know, we go through life, we sometimes have moments when we think, well, that person's better looking than us, or they're smarter, or they have more wealth, or they're more spiritually aware, or they're more socially connected, or they have a better family life, or, you know, better intelligence or something. Anytime we minimize ourselves to somebody else and put them on pedestals, we tend to inject their lives and their values into our life, and then we try to consciously set goals for ourselves that match their life, not ours. And then, because we live really, truly according to our own values, we frustrate ourselves and bang our head against the walls trying to get something that's not really important to us, just fantasies temporarily. And then what we do is we start doubting ourselves, questioning ourselves, and think there's something wrong with us, devalue ourselves, and don't feel worthy of having what we really, deep inside, consciously want. So what we do is we then get into a vicious cycle and minimize ourselves and hold ourselves back from our magnificence. So this is important not to minimize yourself and think that you're incomplete, but to actually look at people and find out whatever you see in them, where is it inside you, and be reflective instead of deflective, and awaken the power you have and quit denying it. So then you have the ability to draw and magnetize people to you that you would love in life. This is the difference. You know, one of the things, Sean, that, you know, I I so admire and especially having you on the show and knowing you for as long as I've known you is your ability to articulate what goes on so deeply in the hearts, the minds and the souls of so many people. You know, what is it about us during these times of busyness? You and I were joking kind of and talking at, at break about what it's like now to be in the cell phone age. And yet I see a young niece of mine communicate with her boyfriend texting all the time and i wanted to ask you do we have to adjust sort of the modality of connecting uh because of technology or should there be a place for some old school connecting so to speak? <laughs> you know i mean I, I think it's a question that we have to ask because so many people right now are connecting through technological devices it's almost like a new way of chatting communicating well 
because we have access to people around the world instantaneously, um, it is more effective and efficient than the old models. So I guess we're going to have to adapt. If we don't evolve forward, we end up decaying backwards. But uh, that's the necessity of it. But that doesn't mean, you know, we have to do it every day, all day long. It just means that we, we must keep up with the technology of life. Uh, although you're, t you're, you're actually talking right now to a man that's never had a cell phone. I've never had a cell phone in my life. I, I do communicate by emails. I do communicate by Skype. Uh, but I've never had a cell phone for some reason. Uh, because I'm speaking so often and doing media so often that I don't, if I forget that, it goes off. I don't, I don't want to have that to run my life. I want to have the time to be able to communicate at my time. But that's just me. But I think that most people are using technology like that, and it is more efficient. And we have to be appreciative because we take it for granted. I mean, just even 25 years ago, we couldn't have done that. Now we can talk to anybody anywhere. I just had a three-way conversation, one Israel, London, South Africa, and the Netherlands, four different locations, and America all at the same time just in less than 20, 30, 40 minutes ago. That's amazing. It what is visuals. amazing. Visual, it is. visual pictures, everybody. It's incredible. And, you know, now with Skype, as you said before, we can connect with people in ways that we've never done before. You know, what, what John, is do you believe is the greatest challenge we face right now, given all of the outside circumstances, given what some people may or may not believe about their lives? What do you believe is the greatest challenge love faces? And hold that thought for when we come back from break. What is the greatest challenge love faces? And despite all of the technological things, despite the job, despite texting, Skyping, you know, your Skype soulmate, whatever that is, what are some of the challenges and what can Dr. John Martini help us understand and move beyond? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho and my very special guest. Dr. John Martini. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Do you want to prosper by using good timing to work in harmony with the universe? Each year, show host Madeline Gerwick provides a new good timing guide so you can know the best times for all your important activities. To order the new 2010 good timing guide, just go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com and click on the Polaris store or call 877-524-8300 to get your 2010 good timing guide today. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue? 
brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Are you tired of doing everything you've been taught to do, but your life is still not working for you? Do you know the new rules for the game of life? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm excited about helping you easily transform your life from the inside out. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's it's MelodyIvory.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I've got a big old smile on my face. Oh, my gosh. I often wonder what would happen if, if, folk, if folks would just listen to what we say during these breaks. And Benny has assured me that that's not possible. And so John Martini and I, you know, we're talking about this conversation, this question that I asked him before the break. And the question is, you know, about love, love and the challenges of love. And the reason I ask him that question is because I was talking with someone the other day, and they basically were talking about the relationship not as he or she or she and she or whatever that is. It was love is happening in this way. And so I said to John, you know, I've heard a number of interesting things in my life and relationships, especially relationships that are ending, and sort of the latest comment and some things we're saying, for example, I'm called to be alone. And, John, you had a couple of comments to say, but I, I want to talk about this, how do you wrap your arms around whether or not the relationship is healthy and can work or whether or not you need to do something different. Well, if you don't know the art of... For first, I always say that fire it up before you fire it out. Make sure you learn the Demartini method. I'm just going to have to put it out there on the, on the table. Learn how to determine each other's values and learn how to see how what they're doing is serving you before you get rid of them. That's the best advice. Because what you're doing is if you're getting rid of them because you're addicted to a fantasy and projecting self-righteously your values onto them and expecting them to be what your fantasy is, you've never given them a chance to have a relationship and you're designed to get broken up to finally teach you to humble and learn how to communicate. But if for some reason you've done everything you can with your skills, you've done that the, the way of finding out how it's served, but you just both are seem like, I want to go in two different directions, then honor it. There's no, there's no universal law that says, oh, my God, you have to be forever. There's nothing that says that. A person can do it. I, I met a woman, 94 years old, that came onto our ship for a social hour, and she came up to me, and she was 94. She says, uh, I'm looking for a young man to take me to the theater. 
And I looked at her and I said, well, wow, you, what, are you going to go to theater? She says, yeah, I'm looking for a young man. Young man, can you take me? And I looked to my wife and I said, uh, Athena, can you, can, can you give me permission to go out and take this lady to the theater? And uh -huh. she looked at this 94-year-old and she said, you can go. So I took this woman to the theater. It was fabulous. 94 years old. It was the most fun night I've had. She told me all about her life. She said, I've been married five times. They've all died having sex with me. <laughs> and she said she's free-spirited she just got through climbing mount kilimanjaro she's got 30 years worth of goals she's traveling the world she's picking up young guys all the time she says i just love my life who's to say that that's worse better or right or wrong compared to somebody who's been married for 70 years there's no rules out there we make it up and we've got to give ourselves permission to be extraordinarily unique and true to our own self and then learn how to communicate what we're really about and what's inspiring to us in terms where other people can win out of it. And then know that they're dedicated to doing what they love to do and find out how it serves us and have an extraordinary relationship with people. Well, this is really sort of the, you know, the energy and the vibration of all of this. You know, John, it's like somewhere along the line, we decided that, you know, if we're, if we're in these loving relationships, we have to sacrifice. And I wanted to, I know you talk about sacrifice in the book, but really there is this sacrificial mentality that shows up sometimes. We maybe call it compromise. Well, the, you know but what that is? That's what a is sign, that? That's a sign you don't know how to find out how they're serving you and you don't know how to communicate what you're doing serving them. And, there, and I guarantee you there's no memory greater than a woman's memory on everything she sacrificed for her man. Intel computer chips wants to know how the women can do that memory. So you don't, you, and, and men too, I'm not just joking about women. But the reality is that, that those, you don't sacrifice without holding on to that. And you will download that on that person the second you're upset with them. So the wisest thing to do is find out what they do and how it serves you. Greatest questions you'll ever ask. Because if you can't, you're going to want to fix them. And people want to be loved and appreciated for who they are, not for what you want to make them. You know, this is really sort of bringing this full circle. And, John, you, you know, part of this is getting to the place where we love ourselves. And I want to ask you about that. I've had more people on the show this month of uh, January so far that have talked about loving oneself, liking oneself, valuing oneself, self-worth, not self-esteem per se. And I wanted to ask you what, how that works in the series of, of, you know, the heart of love. I mean, how do we go beyond the fantasy if we're really looking at ourselves and thinking we're kind of tanked out, so to speak? Anytime you set a goal that is not aligned with your own highest value, you're not going to be inspired to get up and go and pursue it and to complete it. And you're going to end up beating yourself up because you go, oh, I'm setting goals that aren't inspiring to me. Anytime you set a goal that's lower on your values, you'll need outside motivation to get you to do it. and You'll give up on it. The key is being congruent with your own dreams and values and knowing yourself. The old proverb, know thyself, be thyself, love thyself, still holds true. And that's the key to loving because when you're doing something that you can't wait to get up in the morning and do and inspired doing it, and you love that, and you love participating with people doing that, you draw naturally right existing people into your life that are doing the same. You surround yourself with people that are doing the same. And you are being true to yourself, which is the best place to be when you want to attract a mate in your life. Why would you want to go out and be somebody you're not and expect to get a mate that matches who you are? Hmm. You know, all of this, I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching. I'm, I'm lost. My love is lost. 
what is the, and I want to call it, because I'm an optimist, John, you know me. As a matter of fact, um, I believe in, you, you know, what I like to work with people on are optimistic possibilities. You know, what is there to say for those people out there that are either in a place of searching or have found their true loved ones but have a few bumps in the road, so to speak? Well, look, you can, there's, every event has two sides. And, and if you perceive it in a way it's challenging your values, you're going to label it negative, and you're going to be repelled, and you're going to be upset, and you're going to withdraw, and you're going to close off, and you're going to get angry, and you want to talk about how you've been a victim of your history instead of the master of your destiny. But if you stop and ask, so how is it serving me? You know, I just got through filming five days for filming in Los Angeles this week, and I had people, one after another, that I was helping transform their lives on. And people, it's amazing, when all of a sudden you ask them, so how did it help you? They had been gone. One lady went for 35 years to a therapist who's never asked that question, and they've been running the same story about how things have screwed up her life instead of asking, so how did it benefit her? And she goes, well, I don't know. I never asked that. Well, why? Why don't you ask how they're serving you instead of how they're disserving you if you want to open the heart? If you can't see how what's going on in your life is helping you get what you want in life, you're going to close down on it. You're going to want to condemn it. You're going to get angry. You're going to feel betrayed, and you're going to play the victim. Find and ask a different question. How is it serving me? How does it help me fulfill my life? How are they basically magnificent? Open the doors for a different communication and watch the relationships change. You know, this is really, John, I think such an important message for people right now, for people all over the world, whether you're in relationship or not in relationship. Uh, I want to thank you so much, John, for joining us today. And I'd love to know what your personal message is for our listeners today. You know what the message is? That no matter what you've done or not done, you're truly worthy of love. And so is everyone else. And, and, and there's no reason why you need to have to judge yourself or others ultimately because they're just illusions and incomplete awarenesses the things you think are terrible a day a week a month a year or five years later you find out it's terrific so why wait for the wisdom of the ages and have the aging process when you can get directly to it without the aging process by knowing that there's nothing but love all else is ultimately an illusion get on with the heart get on with the life get inspired by the mission and be magnificent the way you truly are that's the secret Dr. John Demartini, everyone, go to his website, drdemartini.com. And for mo for those of you, find out more, check out his books, and hopefully we'll be able to get him in a city close to where you are. John, thank you so much again. What a great, great time it's thank been you, spending on you. Wow. Dr. John Demartini, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, more with the Dr. Pat Show. Again, go to www.drdemartini.com. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show and me, go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. Sign up for the newsletters. Make sure that you are plugged into whatever Dr. John Demartini is doing, the Demartini Method, Breakthrough Experience, and much more. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by thriving again in 2010 and having you have the most incredible days of your life. We'll be right back with the show.
Sacred Moment is a unique funeral service offering distinctive choices for honoring and celebrating the life of a loved one. Whether you want to create an intimate home funeral vigil, an environmentally friendly burial, or a personalized tribute by planning a life celebration service with the support of a celebrant, a Sacred Moment can guide you in creating an experience that will truly reflect a life well lived. Call a Sacred Moment at 206-529-3803 and visit a sacredmoment.com. 